Welcome to the Focus Film Podcast, a drink and a chat about film. This week we talk about Barbenheimer, the top five movies of the year so far, and Challenge Gareth. What's it called? Focus Film Podcast. <laughs> the drink, you bastard. It's called Fuggling Hells. Fuggling Hells. Round corner. Sponsored? Not sponsored. Not sponsored. I wish. This wasn't free. I purchased this with my own hard earned with cash. Your, with your own money? Yeah. Well, thanks, mate. How much do I owe you? Nothing at all. <laughs> it's on me. I owe uh, a beer for the podcast, really. Because, oh, we had a post-cinema bev. Was that in my house? That wasn't my house. After yeah, after you, offered, you offered me the odd bottle of lager. Yeah. With my dinner. Hmm. But obviously this is premium lager. This the is... Dinner, that's the difference. The next, yeah. Don't worry. I need to up my game. No, no, now you've said it. I'll, I'll sort it out. Yeah. Just have to think about it. And it's in the um, brown corner pint glasses. It well. is. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Do you know when you bang them too loud, you think that could have broken them? Could have smashed. Wow. Just trying to be audible. Mm. Not sponsored. So, <laughs> so film club, no. no. We're, we're doing it all. We're doing it all. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome hello. to the Focus Film Podcast. My name's Alice. And, and there's um, Gareth. That's Gareth. And we've got a drink, and we're going to have a chat about film. It's been a month. Hasn't it? I was just about to say it's been a month. My wording was going to be it's been a month. It's been a month. Um, I have to apologise to anyone who, well, if there is anyone who astutely follows Focus Film, things have been a bit awry. The um, the newsletter's been late. Yeah. Twice now, because I should have done it but by now. No film club? No film club. It's because your hand's a lot heavier now. My hand is filled with gold. <laughs> Not like gold. Finger. No. Although technically... Gold finger. Uh, so yeah, I got married, didn't I? And you were there. I was... <laughs> not I didn't marry you. No. But, uh, you wish. I was there, I wish. I did say to you the night before, it's not too late to change your mind if you want to and yeah. marry me. But yeah. you said, no, I'll stick with... <laughs> I'll stick with stick going with orange. Like a uh, <laughs> millionaire. Yeah. Stuck with the uh, 14 years, may as well, am I? Yeah. Well, here you are. Here I am. So I'm different now. As I say, I've got slippers on. Completely different With guy. socks and shorts, which is a really bad Sock, look. Socks. And black socks as well. I feel like white socks would make it better. Like like some Nike socks. I've got them as well. Go change. And then... <laughs> no. Okay. And I've got premium lager. Premium. <laughs> says husband, like... Premium lager slippers, and slippers. Black socks, premium lager. Uh, I'm doing a podcast. We've still managed to get two cinema trips in, though, which is more than last month. And some very good cinema trips. Yeah. As well. It's what a month. It's been a month. So, yeah, from a film point of view, it's been a month. You mm. say you haven't watched as many as usual, but how many have you watched this month? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, one, two. Because you're a prolific film watcher. 19. That is low so for that's, you. that's quite a lot, though, really, isn't it? I've watched 15. Right. That's the closest I've been to you, film-wise, in mm-hmm. one well, I did a Mission Impossible marathon. Yeah. So that's part of it. And was it? A marathon. Impossible. I completed every mission. Wow. 
Which was uh, the best one? Uh, good question, sir. I think I liked Rogue Nation. Uh-huh. Which is the one where he starts by attaching himself to a plane. I was like, I'm in. Yeah. But I thought it was, it had like a... Rogue Nation's a bit more, because he's gone rogue, and it's like everyone's out for him, It's there's a bit more jeopardy. I enjoyed yeah. that to it. The original, you watched the original one as well, because we're going to get on to it. We're going to do our film club within this episode. We've gone We've gone one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we'll pick our film club. For, it's my choice, right? It is. Shit. We've not done that either, have you? I've got, I can, I can. You can pull one out. Yeah. So you rewatched Mission Impossible as did I. Um, and that scene, the scene in Mission Impossible, the yeah, hanging yeah. scene, yeah, yeah. is that film. If that scene wasn't in it, this film would be weak. And we were saying this yesterday, that all of them are a bit like that. They just hang their hat on the stunts completely. Yeah. Well, these I've got these cool posters on Letterboxd, which every poster is the stunt from that film, which is really cool, like with a red, white and black uh, thing. So like in Mission Impossible 2, he's like free climbing up a cliff. Yeah. Love that. Mission Impossible 3 on the bike. Ghost Protocol on the, on the what's it called, Burj Khalifa? Burj Khalifa, yeah. Have you been there? I've been up that tower four times. On the outside? No, no, no. On the inside? There's a really fast lift. Right. Why didn't Tom just use that? Because tourists. Yeah. Doesn't tell, it's, it's a quick lift as well, and it's covered in screens, so you don't see much. It's like, prepare yourself for the magic of height or whatever. I don't know, it's pretty high. <laughs> right. Uh, and then it opens up, bang. Really high up. Well, when I went to Amsterdam, we went up to the lookout. Yeah. Have you done that? No. When you get in the lift there, I imagine it's a similar thing. It's like a light show in the lift. Mm. They tell you to look up. It's like a light show, and then there's an arrow on the roof that tells you which way to get out. I was like, wow. So that was good. But then the tower I went in, it's come about towers, uh, in Australia, in Sydney, they've got a, like a viewing tower there. But I went in the noughties, so it must be better now. But it was a rickety old oh, lift. Right. You should see it like a normal lift, but you're going really high up. Yeah. Surely it's come further than that. Could days. yeah. Could have been risky. Could have blown up. I went up there twice. So I'm quite. I do a lot. Of, uh, I just realised this about myself. You're a risky guy. Risky guy. Well, no, I just go up towers a lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Speaking of. Uh, Risks. Barbie and Oppenheimer. What's risk Oppenheimer. About they took risks. Oh, well, Oppenheimer did, for sure. Yeah, J. Um, Robert Oppenheimer. So these, this is pretty much, this is the main thing. The main focus, it? Barbie it's, it's, Everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Anyone who's anyone. Straight off the bat, which did you prefer? Well, going by my star rating, Oppenheimer. Hmm. Whereas... Barbie. So yeah, you went five Barbie. I went five Oppenheimer. And we were fours for the alternate. Yeah, but I think because Barbie's still in the, it's in the lexicon at the minute. Everyone's talking about it. I'm still thinking about Barbie. Mm. I haven't stopped thinking about it since I watched it. Why? What are you thinking about? It's just so funny. It's been a long time since there's been a comedy that good. I think I worked out that my favourite comedy that's been most recent to Barbie is The Death of Stalin. And that came out in 2017. Wow. 
That's a long time. Yeah. And I'm talking live action here because... What about most... Game Night? But I don't think I think I prefer Barbie to Game Night although yeah, I really yeah. like Game Night but when was that 2018 2018 maybe yeah yeah but there's been great animated animated um, comedy like Puss in Boots The Last Wish was hilarious for example the thing I've loved about this last month is just seeing so many people in the cinema at the cinema yeah it's like queues yeah I had to queue for popcorn the spatter was so exciting <laughs> um, which I haven't done in a long time and everyone's in pink. I wasn't in pink. Everyone was in pink. Uh, apart yeah. from you could tell who was going to see Oppenheimer. I liked that about it. Yeah. Like it was even when we went we went to see Oppenheimer together on the Tuesday after it came out. At the IMAX. At the IMAX. He treated me. Thank you very much. No, no, no. Absolutely true. Don't mention it. And even then people you could tell who was watching we were in a queue, you were like, This is the Oppenheimer queue. Everyone and in this queue. Oppenheimer was full. Yeah. Big IMAX screen on a Tuesday. They've both done brilliantly. Mm. It's it's very exciting. I think Barbie's currently the third highest grossing film of the year, and it's only been out for a week. And the top two are Guardians 3 and Super Mario Bros. So Mario topped a billion. I think Barbie will. I think it will. But then I think Oppenheimer's done better out of this whole thing than Barbie. Because I think Barbie was going to do well regardless. Regardless, yeah. Than Oppenheimer's. I think they've complimented each other for sure. But I think, yeah, Oppenheimer's done better being attached to Barbie. But it's unfortunate, really, because we're now going into a time where they can't make more of those things. No, no, because of the strikes. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, you know... I support support strikes. it, of course. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be a bit rocky now, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone's talking about Saw Patrol, which is Saw X and the new Paw Patrol movie. Yeah. Are you going to do that? Probably not, <laughs> to be honest. I don't really care for Saw and I don't really care for Paw Patrol. But maybe that's... Maybe I'm wrong I've never that. watched a minute of Paw Patrol. Me neither. I have watched a minute of Saw. A I've few minutes. I've watched a whole one of them, mm. I think. I've watched a whole one of them and then all of the traps from the others. It's weird, really. How many are there? Well, if this is X, have there been nine? Oh, maybe. I know Saw, yeah. That makes sense. Or is it... I assume... We can check, I guess, but yeah. um, with the magic of the internet. So, yeah, but you'd think, because we like horrors, you think we'd be all on board. What's the problem? It's just, it's not really a horror, is it? It's just people being vile. Yeah. However, I'd go see Saw, I think. I just, Paw Patrol, I don't think it's aimed at me. Well, here we go. We've got Saw 1 to 7, then it's Saw 3D. Saw 3D. And then Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. Then Spiral. Oh, yes. And now Saw X. Do you think Mission Impossible will actually end after Dead Reckoning Part 2? Apparently, he said he wants to start, keep making them till he's 80. That's what Was he that said. just film or Mission Impossible? Mission Impossibles. Oh. Well, I heard the next film he wants, not in Mission Impossible, but his next thing that he's currently planning to make happen is a film done in space. Like, he goes to space and he acts in it in space. Of course he's going to do that. Imagine. <laughs> that would be incredible. That would be groundbreaking. Yeah. I, uh, Dead Reckoning Part 1, did you enjoy it? How's it sat with you since, um, apart from a week of things? There's been so much going on Yeah. that I've forgotten about it. Not just, like, in my life. I mean... So but in your life, that was pre-wedding. That was so. pre-wedding, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was quite long. From what I remember. Um, I was getting a bit of numb bum. Mm. 
But, you know, I did enjoy it. Well, did I watch it? Did I watch it, Odeon? Yeah, I'm with me. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. That's right. <laughs> no. Wow. That was clearly shit company that night. It <laughs> was long. I didn't get a chance to talk to you, though. Did I? Mm, probably not. I don't remember anything about that night, which is not probably a good thing. <laughs> or anything about the film. Well, I do remember. The Fiat 500 stuff in Rome was really good. That was good. great. We enjoyed the that. Nuclear stuff. Yeah. I liked all the AI thing. Yeah, it was a little bit like... I liked it when he was running across the airport. That was really cool. Yeah, the airport seems great. And because I knew about the motorbike and the train, I was just waiting for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't really that buzzed about it. I mean, I guess we're in film club territory here, aren't we? So we're film just, club. it's naturally just happened. Do we say spoiler? Spoilers for Mission Impossible and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. We might have to put timestamps here. Yeah. Timestamp in the description when it really joined back in. Mm. Um, yes, so we, I, I, said I, train. I do remember saying when we came out, there's a lot of scenes where people stand in a room and chat. Well, this is what we were laughing about because <laughs> they all guess what they're about to say. Yeah. They're all in a room together. This bomb's going to go off in 20 minutes. And if it doesn't go off in 20 minutes, then we're all doomed. But first, it's time to. Rock the Casbah. <laughs> rock the Casbah. That was a really weird bit, actually, yeah, that they that went and weird. rocked the Casbah. Yeah. yeah. But it might, like, it was so obvious. I was like, come on, this can't, you can't all know what you're about to say. Sorry, but how on board would you be for Mission Impossible Rock the Casbah as a title? I'd be all in. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they rock it for real. It's yeah, nice yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of CGI in this one, actually. Mm. That was something I remember, like the train, obviously they've got a CGI it, mm. but it was a bit like... It is weird, because even the motorbike, because the stunt in real life, it was on a ramp, mm. but he had, it looked they as got though... got rid of the ramp. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of looks CGI. Do you think there's still a place for Mission Impossible films, or do you kind of feel like they've served that? It's like, as a, the concept of like high action, adrenaline is great. But Mission Impossible, where the mission's meant to be impossible, is it all getting a bit silly now? I don't think it's, um, like, Fast and Furious silly. No. I, no, I don't think it is, but it's very, it still feels very 90s. Like, mm. that whole chatting and everything, yeah, yeah, finishing yeah. each other's yeah. sentences. Yeah, it just felt like I was watching the first one again. Mm. Which, I think there's a sort of a place for it, but then you make it two and a half hours long, you know, yeah, yeah, get it yeah, done. Yeah, sure. Hour and a half, get it done. Mm. Make... Like, this is a two-parter. Make it a three-parter. Yeah. Just make them shorter. Yeah. You know? It's way too long. What and t- also, I think, because you don't know the mission... the mission, Like, Top Gun Maverick works so well because as an audience, you know the whole mission. You know exactly what's happening, you know where they're going, you know what they've got to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mission Impossible, it's a bit like you don't really know what's going on. You're just there and it's all kind of twisty and turny. I think those sorts of films work better when you know the stakes and you know what they've got to complete. Yeah, yeah. Because then you're on their side. Whereas this, I I'm saying like, I really enjoyed it still. Like, I, I, I gave it a four, four yeah. yeah. But it's just not stuck with me. Yeah, none of them really stick with me, again, apart from the stunts. Which makes me think, well, it's an event, isn't it? Event cinema. Yeah. But you really, well, you rewatched some. How were the rewatches? Uh, the first one I'd liked less on a rewatch. Me too. I think because the first time you watch it, it hangs so much on that scene where they're doing the heist. 
It's one of the best scenes in cinema. It's so good when you've got like the sweat mm. and it's like, he catches it, doesn't he? Like all of that's brilliant. The way that the guy's coming in and then he leaves again. And I, when I think about Mission Impossible, I just think about that scene and go, oh, it's such a good film. Yeah. But actually, I'm just thinking that's such a good scene. I also think about the train scene in the tunnel. When I think about that film, that's really good. Train scene in the, the helicopter and the train and they're fighting on top of the train. See, I can't wow. even... Towards the end. In the first one? In the first one, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's back. I'm back. Which obviously mirrors the, the latest one. Where they are fighting on top of the yeah, train. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that was pretty good. Like all of the all of the action was really good. Yeah, for the new one. Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing is of, of like Mission Impossible. You, I want to know. This is the mission. This is the rating of how impossible it's going to be. Not just that it's like it's almost become at this point that it's impossible to understand. It's impossible to follow. Mm. Instead of that, it's impossible for them to complete it. Well, isn't it the thing that's uh, what they're trying to find? The thing in the ocean. There was a key, wasn't there? In the newest one. Yeah, they're trying to find something in the ocean that's going to stop all this AI. AI yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems pretty impossible to me. Yeah. But they don't know that at the start. But then they're called the Impossible mis- Mission Force. Aren't they're called they? what? Sorry. The Impossible. The Impossible Mission <laughs> Force. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, it's got to be impossible. It's got to be impossible. Now I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but there's Tom Cruise whizzing around the Fiat 500 while handcuffed to Hayley Atwell. I'm on board. That's the best bit, really. It is the best bit. Because they did all that real as well, didn't they? Yeah, and the bit when they're in the train and it's tipping. Because mm. you can tell that they've done that on a green screen, but that they actually did the hanging. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed that. It's when they're going around the corners in the Fiat and their body's like... Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can feel it. Oh, you? and we need to talk about the two police officers who spend the entirety of the film trying to chase them and they just can't be asked. Like, they go into a room like, oh, for You kept pissing yourself laughing every time they came on screen. <laughs> <It's so laughs> just because they're like, just trying so hard and they're just like, oh my God, they're just giving up. It's so good. There's one bit when you see... He comes into frame and then he looks and Tom Cruise is going down the other way and he just looks forward and again he goes, he mouths, fuck. <laughs> it's so good because there's no sound. You can't hear him say it. You just see it, which is so funny. Yeah. If I was them, I'd be livid. Yeah. That's the Mission Impossible, really. Catching. The Mission Impossible. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's quiz time. <laughs> quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. So, I'm going to give you an actor. You've got to tell me if that that actor is older or younger than the last actor. They're wow. all from Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yes. This is good. So, first one. So, is this like, um, what's the name? What's the higher than a... Get, uh, play cards, right? Play cards, right. That's it. So, we'll start with Tom Cruise. Yes. Is Ving Rhames, a.k.a. Luther, from Mission Impossible, the guy who's in them all... Who was also in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. You know is he older or younger? Is he older or younger than Tom Cruise? Ooh, that is tricky, you know. I'm going to say he's younger. You'd be wrong. Tom Cruise, 61. Ving Rhames, 64. God. How many, how many of these we've got? <laughs> Five. So now we move to Ving Rhames, who's 64. Yeah. Do you think Rebecca Ferguson, who was in this one, also in June. Younger. Younger or older. You'd be correct. She's 39. Wow, she's only four years older than me. That's scary. There you go. So, what's she doesn't look any older than me. Huh? 
What's that? <laughs> that was putting yourself out of a hole very yeah. quickly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've got one right, one wrong. So this is a lot to keep on top of. Hang on. Right. Okay, so Rebecca Ferguson, she's 39. Hayley Atwell, who made her debut in this one. Yeah. Do you think she's older or younger than Rebecca Ferguson? I'm going to go ahead and say younger. You'd be wrong what to say f- that. Fuck? She's 41. Whereas Rebecca Ferguson is 39. Okay, so if Hayley Atwell's 41... I'm not doing very well here. You're not. All right. Simon Pegg, older or younger than 41? Older. He's not younger than 41. <laughs> he got it right. He's 53. Yeah. He does not look 53. He does. <laughs> Bless him. Okay. No, so, no, I mean, I'm not taking myself out of that. No. 1970. You've said it now. He does. He's not listening to this, is he? Last one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bear with me. John Voigt, who was the villain in the original, when he was in the original Mission Impossible, yeah. do you think he was older or younger than Simon Pegg is now? When he was in the original. Is he still alive today? Yeah. Um, what what we're we talking? So it's nineteen ninety six. So that's twenty seven years ago. Twenty seven years ago. I would say he's probably this could trick question. I'm going to say he was older than Simon Pegg. That's correct. Twenty seven, and he's yeah fifty seven. He was so John Voight in that one is younger than Tom Cruise is now. That's pretty wild. Yeah. But you got a three out of five there, Gareth. Actually, I turned it around at the end there. You did. I thought, no way is he. You started off a bit of a shit show. Let's be real. Hey. Let's be real. What, the first one wrong is what you mean? Well, first two. First two wrongs is what you mean. Yeah. But then you, you pulled it back. Film Club 9. There you go. Three out of five. How am I doing overall on the quiz? So the most you ever got is four out of five. You've still, you still yet to get the 100%. Oh, no. And the, the four out of fives you got for the food pun or Spider-Man quote. Do you remember that one? Yes, I do. And then uh, ape name or saurus prefix for dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> they, were, they were four out of fives. The worst you've done was a two out of five for whether it was an evil deadline or a metal band. Mm. That was a good quiz. Mm. These are great, you know. Thank you. You should put them out as uh, little quizzes. Little quizzes, Make sure yeah. you see people are listening. Yeah, that's true. A pop quiz. Pop quiz, Hatchat. If you notice, I'm playing with this ring a lot. You are, yeah. It's because you're married now. I am married. You took Not it anymore. Off. No, I am. <laughs> <laughs> do you, like, are you tempted to do, like, in the film, so you, like, go to a lake somewhere and, like, just... Like, just yeah! That would be a grave mistake, mm-hmm. literally. I think yeah. if I did that. In the grave. Um, but, no, I toy with it like I'm in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Like, why should I give it up? Well, you shouldn't. Because it is a Lord of the Ringsy style ring. Um, it looks like one, doesn't it? Do, 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 do. I'm not going to try it on, but I want to look at it. If you don't give it back now, I know. Fucked. If I try it on, I'd disappear, I think. Yeah. <sighs> I ring. <laughs> why shouldn't I keep it? Why shouldn't I keep it? Oh... <laughs> uh. So we're building up to a Lord of the Rings marathon, right? Which will be a film club special. I've been thinking about it. I haven't watched the second or third one in well over a decade. That's right. Really? Yeah. When was the last time you watched the first one? Maybe four years ago. 
five years ago. That's exciting. Because um, my wife, <laughs> she doesn't like Lord of the Rings. And it's, you know, oh. a lot of the time I wait for her to go to bed to watch a film. But Lord of the Rings, waiting for her to go to bed at nine o'clock. Mm. And I'm 35, remember? Yeah. There's no and way I'm making it to midnight. You're a husband. Husband. I've got slippers. Slippers. On. Black socks. Mistake. So I ended up watching a 90 minute film. Right. And I still fall asleep. I don't blame you though. Like a 90 minute film hits the spot. You know, in HMV now, they have a section that's ninety below 90 minute DVDs. Oh, we need to go. I do want a bit of a shopping spree in there. The good thing about the extended edition uh, box set is that it's... That's what we're watching, by the way, when we do this. Good. Have you seen the extended editions? I've seen most of the scenes, but I've never watched it all. It through. Well, well. Um, well, they're split into two discs per film, so you could actually do it in six sittings. Well. If you wanted to. But we're doing it in one. We're thinking, I was speaking to my friend whose house we're going to do it at, hopefully. Chinese. We're talking chocolate galore. Chocolate galore. Beers galore. What time do you start at all the rings? 8am? Or in the evening? How long is it all together? 13 hours. 13 hours. 10 to 11? 10am to 11pm. That's quite, that's not bad, is it really? What, what, and then Chinese, you probably want to finish it around midnight, right? I think you have your Chinese before the return of the king. Yeah. Yeah. A celebration Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> final battle. <laughs> How many tosses a dwarf? Happened to Legolas. Have you read that fan fiction? So, have we finished? Um... No. It's time for the box office. Boom. Is there a thing for this? It's the boom. Shake, 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 it's made $448,408,154, which puts it currently eighth of the year, the eighth highest grossing film of 2023, and it's only been out for a couple of weeks. So that's pretty good going. Currently ahead of it is Quantumania, The Little Mermaid, Across the Spider-Verse, Fast X, Barbie, Uh Guardians 3, and Super Mario. I'm so surprised that Fast X did well. Well, it's a, it's a big thing. Yeah. The 10th one has got a big following. But like, it doesn't have to be good, does it? I tell you what is good news. Elemental uh, has is in the top 20 highest grossing of the year. Well, that's all right. It's good news. How much has it made? It has made 250 million. Well, because this is the problem, um, is that they're making this money, but they cost so much to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're throwing money at it. Actually, no, it's, sorry, it's made 395 million. But if we think of like, so this Mission Impossible, it made 448 million at the box office, whilst Mario's made 1,351 million. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Animation always does really well because yeah. you get so many kids going to watch it as well. But still, 
That is uh, the box office boom. Do you want the, what's, what, what would we call it again? Facts from the past. Facts from the past. Um, so, it's a bit, t- it's not very good really. Sorry to, I should have picked it up. What a fact this is going to be. So the <laughs> the break in, you know the break in. Yeah, the heist. Yeah, the heist. Yeah. Tom Cruise kept face planting. He was supposed <laughs> to stop right at the floor. Right. But it didn't work out, so he kept banging his face on the floor. Oh, tits. Um, and with only one take left to make it work, Cruise put English pound coins because they shot at Pinewood in his shoes to help him balance. It's wild. Yep. There you go. That's my but fact. His face looks all right in the scene, so that's pretty. Yeah, but he must have just kept going. Burn, yeah. Because it's supposed to just stop, mm. but um, gravity had other plans. Mm. So for some reason, coins helped. I have no idea why. Yeah. So if I ever um, find myself falling, I need to balance it out one pound coins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would the new one pound coin have the same effect as the old one pound coin? Do you think? Um. So I think the new it's one's got more angles. Yeah. Probably. So we need to put these two films, Mission Impossible and Dead Reckoning Part 1, onto the focus film wall. Focus film wall. Can you see that from there? Uh, yeah. So, starting question, Dead Reckoning Part 1, we both give a four. Mm. Mission Impossible, we give a three. So this would be better. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. So we move it up, but... Moving. Moving. Where so about the first four star is 16th place with Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. That's the first that we both... Well, we gave Host. Did you give Host a four? Oh, yeah, yeah. But then we've moved Megan. Interesting. The I'm going to change the view because that's throwing us all off. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So... I think the... De- what are we doing? The, the Dead second, Reckoning. Dead Reckoning. Uh, is it better than Avatar? No. So is it better than Cloudy with Chance of Meatballs? I personally prefer Cloudy with Chance of Meatballs. I don't know about you. Uh, it's better than Megan though, isn't it? Yeah, it's better than Mithrigan. I'm happy in 17th, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. We've got the sequel to Mithrigan this year. Expender for Balls. Expender for Balls. Expender, oh, oh yeah, Expender for Balls. Yeah. It's the <laughs> sequel no one knew they needed. And what about the first Mission Impossible then? Is it better... Than Mario. Yeah. Is it better than The Gentleman? Yeah. Is it better than Host? Yeah. Is it better than Mithrigan? What do you think? I think maybe these two are next to each other, you know. That's nice, isn't it? It looks good. Yeah, it looks very nice. I'm happy with that. Yeah. So, Dead Reckoning is in 17th place overall, with the original Mission Impossible coming in at 18th. Yeah. Let me stop you there, Alice. We keep forgetting to do this. Go on. But we usually do a best in show of the month. Of the month. We chuck that in. Well, Here this we leads on to my top five. <laughs> oh my God. Do you want to do, do it now? Top five? With, do you have a we, jingle for top five? No. This make one. Go on. Uh, <laughs> Go on, top monkey. Top five. That's not punchy enough. No. It's time for the top five. Top five. Perfect. <laughs> Look at that. Um, just jingle machines. So, <laughs> here's my top five suggestion for this month. Top five films 
of 2023 so far. We're over halfway through. So, a bit of a top five of films so far this year. Well, I can... We can... Yes, let's do it. Great. <laughs> so, I guess we both say our top fives, and we make a top five from there, right? Yeah. That's the easiest way so, to do it. So, yeah. So, what's your top five? Talk to me. In fifth... Da, 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 yeah, the top five. Um, <laughs> number five is Asteroid City. Wow. In fourth place is Puss in Boots. In third place is Oppenheimer. Mm. In second place is Spider-Man. Is it across the Spider-Verse? Yeah. And in so first, first is Babylon. Oh. Well, well, well. So my top five is uh, off the top. Uh, right. I was going to try and do it off the top of my head, but I can't remember what's in fifth. In the number five spot is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah. Fourth place, Babylon. Uh, Third place, Across the Spider Verse. Second, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. And number one is currently Barbie. 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 So I'd say we had Guardians and Asteroid City in fifth, so they don't make it. Right. So then that means it's Babylon, Cross the Spider-Verse, Puss in Boots, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. We just need to find an order. Question, where did you place Boppin? Boppin, Harvey. Oppenheimer. Uh, Oppenheimer is currently sitting at 8th place, just behind Asteroid City and the Fablemans. Barbie is currently sitting in 7th place for me. I don't know if that makes sense. Sway so Barbie's higher than Oppenheimer? Where's your Barbie first? Yeah, well, yes, it would be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we're being very data-driven here. I don't know, we probably we should are, have yeah. some sort of entertaining discussion. Yeah, so across the Spider-Verse, yeah. you have it second and I have it third. We both enjoyed it. It's brilliant. It is amazing, yeah. And I'm looking forward to watching it again. And on the Focus Film wall, it's fifth. Oh, really? Um, what's higher? Dune, Top Gun, Dark Knight and Truman Show. So just to clarify, Dune and Top Gun, the Focus Film, top film of the year for the past two years, just above it. So I think maybe Across the Spider-Verse sits at number one. That's big, isn't it? But we haven't put Barbie on our... Um, wall. We haven't. If you were to, you'd put it higher than Spider-Verse. I would, yeah. I don't think I'd put it higher than June. Hmm. But you, but you have Spider- you'd have Spider-Verse higher than that, which you also... On our wall, it's higher than Puss in Boots. The Spider-Verse definitely comes above Puss in Boots. Yes. It sounds like Oppenheimer and Babylon... Mm-hmm. Fighting for the bottom of this list. You think? Does it make sense? Does that makes sense. I think so. Well, I think Babylon's higher because it's in my top five, whereas Oppenheimer isn't. But then Barbie's not in your top five. No, it's not. So should it be Babylon's higher than Barbie? Um. Well, this is a discussion. Is Babylon better than Barbie? What's What's the pros I, and cons? I prefer Barbie. I think Barbie's shorter. <laughs> Well, yes, uh, yes. Really succinct in its message, knows exactly what it's doing from start to finish. Whereas I think Babylon gets a little bit lost towards the end. That's why I think Barbie's better. 
but you will have a different argument. Um, I kind of think Babylon, that's sort of the point of it, is that it's a bit wild. Oh, yeah. Um, it's shot amazingly. Um, I mean, I'm happy for Barbie, 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 Barbie to be higher than Babylon. Onion Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, surely someone's cashed in there, surely. Surely. A pink onion Barbie. Well, maybe the compromise... <laughs> maybe the compromise is that Puss in Boots comes below Babylon. Because you prefer Babylon's Puss in Boots, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It would be fifth Oppenheimer, fourth Puss in Boots, third Babylon, second Barbie, and first Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I guess it would be. I mean, this will be a very different list to what our ranking will be at the end of the year, because there'll be five Potentially, of us. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know if you make that uh, announcement now. But, yeah, uh, we, have a, we have a brand new writer called Kerry, who's joined us at Focus Film. So if you see any new reviews from her, make sure to check those out. In fact, there'll be six of us because Gwillem also gets involved with the focus list. Yeah, lovely. So hopefully, we'll get him on podcast at some point. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so hit me again. So right now we're looking at fifth Oppenheimer, hmm. fourth Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, third Babylon, second Barbie, and first Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. You're not sure about Babylon and Barbie, right? Is that your? No, it's not that. Okay. Oh, shut up. <laughs> what else have we got in this mix? So we've got, um, in my top 10, Dungeons and Dragons, Evil Dead Rise, Creed 3, Asteroid City. You haven't seen The Fablemans, have you? No. Guardians 3. Guardians 3 is 14th for me. Well, that's out of the picture. God. Evil Dead Rise, has that made your top 10? It's at 8th, currently. It's my 9th. Um, the next that qualifies is Asteroid City. Based on our average, where they placed, but I don't think Asteroid City should be on there over any of like over Oppenheimer, for example. I think yeah. that's fine because you you five starred Oppenheimer. What I'm having a problem with is what to put first, Barbie or Spider Man. Oh, okay. I think. Mm. Well, you Spider Verse second. I Spider Verse third. That makes it five total. Yeah. You had Barbie seventh, and I had it first. That makes it eight total. So based on just our ranking, our placement, Spider Verse should be higher. But the fact that you're having that thought suggests to me that, that over Barbie, reflection, you prefer Barbie than you than you thought more than you thought more than I thought. Yeah, it's definitely needs a rewatch. Maybe I'd put it on reflection because I keep changing this list. Mm, yeah, me too. Every time I look at it, I'm like mm. Max. I'd put it fifth. So let's say that's the case. Then that would be six points overall. Mm. And still the same. Spider versus five. Well, there we go then. So our top five films of 2023 so far are Oppenheimer fifth, Puss in Boots The Last Wish fourth, Babylon third, Barbie second, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse in first. I'm happy with that though. Honourable mentions, Asteroid City, Guardians 3, Mm -hmm. and Evil Dead Rise. Great. Well, let's go back to our lists <laughs> because there's still stuff we haven't spoken about. Like, I'm going to look at your list for a second. You watched Rye Lane. Rye Lane. For the first time. I did. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. No, it's currently in 17th place on my um, on my ranked list for the year. It's just fresh. And I really like the colours of it. Really mm. colourful. Um, I really like their relationship. 
Uh, I like a British film. What more can I say? Remind me, you put in your letterbox review the best post-credit sequence of the 21st century. Yeah. What was that? I can't remember. I know you can't. So they were both um, at the urinals, but they were peeing. But the peeing device and the, like had gone wrong, and they were squirting water. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's put. There's a bit of an anti-Marvel message there in my review, really. Mm. If anything, but I did laugh. Yeah, it's not leading to anything. It's just a little extra bit of fun. Extra bit. Yeah, I think outtakes are not prevalent enough anymore. I love an outtake. Pixar outtakes. They'd shoot right back to a top top quality. I mean, I bet they cost a bit more to wear. Yeah, Adds a bit more to the budget, but it's worth it. The first wrong decision Pixar ever made was to stop that. Yeah. I mean, they weren't doing them for The Incredibles and Ratatouille. Imagine them for that, even. Yeah. But they could they could be really clever and release those outtakes now on mm. Disney+. Plus. They could release, like, here's The Incredibles outtakes. It's not. They could just make them now. Yeah. That'd be great. Something else you've watched. Best Picture winner, Coda. Coda. I didn't know the girl in Coda... Is, you know, Anna Jones walking in the air? Mm-mm. It's his daughter. I did not know that. She's great in that film as well. Yeah. That, that, it was really film. good, isn't it? I was reading reviews that it was a bit of a shock best picture. Is that mm. right? Yeah. But yeah, I can see why people are calling it like a Disney Channel drama. But I, mean, I, think, I, said, I think I said that, but I quite it wasn't necessarily a... I put something about this feels quite Disney Channel and I don't think I mean that as a criticism. Yeah, but some people do. Yeah. Let's have a look at your list. Rocky. Yes. You watched Rocky 4, Rocky 5. Any of the Rockies? No. I've been watching all the Rockies, but maybe some of the others were last month. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember which ones I've rewatched or just watched because I watched when I was younger, so I didn't log them. But I love Rocky. He's just... I love the character. I love that in Rocky 1 and 2, he's kind of this, like, hard-done-by but also very plucky, full of charisma, full of energy. Like the way he proposes to Adrian uh, at the zoo, like all of it's just very, he's just got good energy about him. And then from the third one, he becomes this celebrity, which he isn't in the first two. And he just has to adapt his life. And for the third one, it's kind of like, it's fine. He gets on with it. He fights Hulk Hogan, for example, and it's, it's fine. But then from the fourth one, you see it taking its toll. And in the fifth one, especially... Uh, I think the fourth and fifth are the weakest of the franchise, but they're still good. And then the Creed films, there's just such a sense of legacy in the Creed films that I love. It's so good. Like, it's all about Rocky passing the baton on, and now it's about, like, Michael B. Jordan's character of Adonis and, like, how he's got this this brilliant foundation of a family around him and how he's going to pass that on. And, like, even down to the fact that in the second one, he's fighting Ivan's son, who's like who his dad killed his dad like whoa that's a mad brilliant start to i think just the story of it's so simple but it's so good so i've really enjoyed watching re-watching the rockies as i've gone along yeah the creed ones have a weight to them as well like he's got yeah it's very that's uh, what I'm, yeah it's just I, ju- I just think they're such good films and I, the reason i'm watching them is because i'm talking about we're doing a franchise episode and rocky at the minute is what I would say is possibly going to top the list. Because there's not a bad one. Every other franchise has one that I would say is a bad one. Well, they haven't made too many either, have they? No. I suppose, for a franchise. And there's going to be more, and I'm in it. I'm living it. Like, you know what I mean? I remember to watch Creed 3. That was great. That was part of a triple belt, wasn't it? Yeah, and I was was gripped. 
That's why it's so high on my list. I think it's sixth. It was brilliant. One film we both watched was Nimona. Yes. Which is another animation released this year. Um, it's on Netflix. I really recommend people watching it. Um, especially if you've got kids. I think yeah. it's a good message. But Netflix have just kind of stuck it in their algorithm, as well, they often do. Bloody streamers for you, isn't it? <sighs> but it's so good. Um, it's just a really inventive world, and it just lets you mm-hmm. be in it. Yeah. Like, you just, like, accept it for what it is. Like, it's medieval, but also it's modern. It has that weird sort of mix, but it just works really well. Really good film. Yeah, I agree. I've been watching The Muppets. The first Muppet movie starts in the woods with Kermit singing Rainbow Connection on a log, and then a man comes on a rowboat, and he like tells him about Hollywood. It's such a good start to a film, and then he goes and he picks them all up, and there's something so brilliantly innocent about the Muppets as a concept, but then they're so sarcastic and dry-witted that they're, so, they're just such funny films. Um, what have I written here? Surely cinema popped off when Orson Welles turned around. Do you know what I mean? Like You know, like in big Marvel films, when a hero comes back and everyone's like, whoa! When Orson Welles turns around and he's the producer at the end, everyone must have been like, holy shit, it's Orson Welles! Mm. So much fun. Someone on, uh, was it? I think it was TikTok, saying, why are Muppets... Was it Star, Star Wars? Wars? Imagine they're in Star Wars. They're, brilliant. All, they're all in the Disney fold now. Yeah. Although they've got a crap Kermit voice these days. Yeah. But apparently their new documentary thing is quite funny. It's the band. I've So I've heard about this, but I, I've watched started watching the one, it was an ABC one, a bit like Modern Family style. Mm. Mockumentary. That's good. But I haven't watched the band one yet. But they need to sort Kermit out. They do need to sort him out. He's just not. There's so many people who can do a really good impression. Yeah. Yeah. I also watched the, one of the newer Muppets, the one with Jason Segel and Amy Adams in it. That's what got my missus into the Muppets. That, that film. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. Life's a happy song. Life's a happy song. It just gets you in straight away. Yeah. Last month, I was talking about the fact that me and Becky do movie nights. You painted yes. me out to be a terrible human. Uh, well, I think you painted yourself out to be one. Yeah, it's my fault. We actually, when we were watching Barbie, there was a moment when they're basically using the men to get one over on them. They're like tricking them into stuff. Yeah. And there's one of them which is like, oh, get him to explain the whole plot of a movie to you. And I was like, I turned to Becky, I was like, sorry, my bad. <laughs> but in all fairness, it's always out of good place. And it's often Becky saying, what's going, what's going on? But we watched Jurassic Park. And? She three-starred it. But here's the thing, right? Fully invested the whole time, the whole way through. Fully invested. Loving it. The three rack scene. Oh, shot gasps. Three star. Can we... Can we... You couldn't believe that. I have a request. Becky, does she listen? My I'll make her listen. listen. This needs to be a new feature, surely. Becky's response to these new films. Well, yeah, as you make it a watch film, so that's clearly what's happening. And then so record it. Make some content out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You there? We have actually spoke about it. Let's do it. Anyway, Let's make it happen. I'll leave that with you. Yeah. We've still got one more thing to do, which is challenge Gareth. Challenge Gareth. Is there? No. I always... I need a list. Challenge. <laughs> Me? 
So last month I challenged you to watch a film about weddings or set entirely at a wedding. This is an easy challenge, really, because you asked me to watch one film. One. But, yeah, but... Hang on. No, you, I'm, I'm just saying... You were getting married. Yeah, no, I'm not blaming you. I'm saying it was easy on me. And you didn't do it? I did it. Of course, I bloody did it. I saw it. One film. Talk to me. I tried, I was going to watch the second one and not log it, but um, I ran out of time. <laughs> so, actually, it was a perfect amount of films to watch one. I watched Runaway Bride. Julia Roberts said, Ah, oh, Pretty Woman Reunion. Essentially. And basically... Um, he is Richard Gere is a journalist right and she is a woman um, she's a woman basically who just keeps running away from her marriages not marriages her weddings so it happens so it's weddings to the same person that she's no running. different people oh different but it's not like she's pretending to be someone else every time she goes and gets no. married everyone knows her and it's just an issue sure she keeps running away um, from different men in the same town he finds out about it, writes an article. She complains. He loses his job. And so he goes out to confront her. And then, of course, what happens, as you can imagine, it's a rom-com. They fall in love. They gradually fall in love over the course of two hours. So how does Joan Cusack fit into this? Uh, you know, you, you, your head teacher from School of Rock? Oh, she is Julia Roberts' friend. Right. She's great. Classic, her uh, classic Joan Cusack. Great. Um, there's it's actually funnier than you might. Okay. There's some great things in my review. <laughs> I pissed myself laughing. Right. Yeah. At one point. Oh she, yeah, I wanted explanation on this. Well, she. This is a bit of a spoiler. It's towards the end. Yeah. She gets scared right at the altar, runs away, and she couldn't find where to go. She sees this FedEx truck, jumps on it. And there's dramatic music. Everyone's like, Brian. come back, come back. She's like, oh, okay. And she said, <laughs> yeah. And then two people go, where do you think she's going? Well, I don't know, but wherever she is, wherever she is going, she's going to be there by 10.30 tomorrow morning. <laughs> but uh, it's so funny. Excellent. But there's all those little bits throughout that just made me chuckle. There are some issues with it. Bit dated. Dated, bit sexist. Um, and I think he pretty much stalks her for a bit. Right. Create like I'd say it's harassment mm. if we you know if we're gonna get, go there, but hilarious. Did you know in the FedEx logo between the E and the X, there's an arrow? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. well your challenge for next so, one is <laughs> sorry, were you expecting me to be shocked? I was meant to be like, What really? Yeah. It's okay, I shouldn't expect that. Okay, your challenge for next man month. of the world, Ellis. I've seen those things. I'm, gi- <laughs> I'm giving you five films again. Wow. Especially now that you've moaned about only having one. It was only one film. Obviously, I watched it. All right. So you got five. <laughs> uh, I put it, this will be the first challenge you fail. Prove me wrong. Wow. Prove me wrong. Why do you think that? Because it's more than one film. Five films. And you haven't had one for a while. But here it is. Five films starring musicians. And I'm talking people who are musicians first. I don't want anyone who is an actor who then released an album. They have to be a musician first. So Prince in Purple Rain. Right. But you cannot use the same musician more than once. Fucking hell. 
So I'm thinking you could have an Elvis Presley film in there. You could have yeah, Michael Jackson, Diana Ross in The Wiz. That's it. I've seen The Wiz, though. Um, you could have Madonna in Evita. I haven't seen Evita. Lady Gaga in A Star Is Born. Seen that. Seen that. There's loads of Elvis films I've not seen. Surely some of them are short. Yeah, but you can only see one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love me Doesn't tend- matter, even if it's just a cameo from that musician, that's fine. Yeah. Love Me Tender's 89 Minutes. I've seen that one. It's quite a good one. Well, there we go. How do you feel about that challenge? Um, that's going to be difficult because I bet they're going to be crap films. Not necessarily. I can't think of a... Have you ever seen The Prestige? No. David Bowie's in that. And it's oh, a really good oh, film. Oh, I have. Oh, I have. Yeah. So they can just be cameos. They can just be cameos, yeah. Well, well, well. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. That's going to be hard, though. It's going to be hard, but uh, it's, that's a challenge, isn't it? If it wasn't hard, it wouldn't be a challenge. That's what she said. What, <laughs> oh, does that work? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so, uh, the other job I have to do is pick a film club. God, there's a lot of admin, isn't there? There's a lot of admin today. Um, but I need to pick a film club. Some I hope you never get married. You don't have to go through this one. <laughs> yeah, you have to do all the work. <laughs> um, but I have got my answer. Film club, go on then. So there's two films. One has to be new and one has to be over 10 years old. Yeah. Usually we tend to link them. I can see... Huh? No, you can't. Oh, no, that no, no, was no. just me looking for... You can't right. see that. I was like, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited about this. Okay, okay. So what? what is... What are they? The classic film. Yeah. No, we're going to start with a new... green on your face. <laughs> the new film. Yeah. The Meg 2, The Trench. Oh, yes. It has to be. Oh, yes. The classic film. August the 4th. August 4th. Classic film. Jaws 2. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be. Right? That's a great film club. It is a great film club. Jaws 2. Jaws 2. Why Jaws 2? Came out in 1978. Because it's the Meg 2. So, same... I can see where you're going with that now. Same thing. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water... I've seen Jaws 1. Yeah. Good. But I've never seen Jaws 2, have you? I haven't. Oh. No, obviously I watched Jaws uh, with Michael Caine in it. Yeah, that was was it Jaws 4? Jaws 4. I've the seen Revenge. Jaws, yeah, that's it. Well, Shit. look at the terrible poster for <laughs> Jaws 2. Wow. <gasps> that's what I think Jaws is doing. If anyone get the poster. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Is she jet? Hang on a minute. Yeah, she's happy. She's water skiing. Look at her. Yeah. Stay to her. That is a big shark. So there we go. The Meg 2, The Trench, and Jaws 2. So if you want to get involved with our film club, which will be partway through this month, then watch those two films and you'll know exactly what we're doing. Jaws 2 currently isn't anywhere to stream, but you can rent it. And what do you think is the beer? I think it's lovely. I've got an hour on one drink. I'm hungry now, are you? Fuggling out the arm hungry, yeah. I've got crisps downstairs. Oh, what kind of crisps are you talking about? Uh, ready salted, I think. Sorry. But what, like, no, but like what? Like, ready, just well, it's, there's a difference in a ready salted hula hoop and a ready salted crisp. Like a, like a... I'm be interrogated. Just crisps. Standard potato crisps. Okay, fine. Not a starch-based snack. A crisp. Like Proper a walker's-shaped crisp. crisp. Walker's, a potato Sliced, deep fried. Not like a what's it or a quaver. 
It was more of a starch-based... Well, I've never heard of ready-salted what's-its of you, Gareth. So I didn't think it was a what's-it. So what do you want? Why do you need to know? What... Oh! Ready-salted... off. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a kettle chip. Do you know what? Forget it. <laughs> I don't want you crisps. Kettle chip. It's like a kettle right. chip, but kettle it's chip. Tesco's... A... This is this is where Sarah arrives at me. Just say it's a Tesco whist kettle chip. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, but what is the standard word for those shaped crisps? It's a crisp. <laughs> yeah. What more do you want? Fuck what off. do you think, crisp? Yeah, what do you think? Potato chip. Like a potato. No. It's made out of starch. That is. But a hula hoop. Made out of chip. I. I'll be honest. What. Even, whatever it was when I said what kind of crisp is it I would have eaten it so the whole thing is completely irrelevant because it didn't matter exactly it didn't matter are you crisp? expecting a brand basically as an answer no just the, sh- the shape the shape round that wouldn't have helped you is a cheddar if a I set up like a paw you'd think oh well monster munch monster right I wouldn't do you know Monster Munches? This is actually the shape of the monster. Mm. Thanks for listening. Make sure to rate us five stars. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and go to focusfilm.online.